Well, on today's program, we're going to spend some time looking at some important matters regarding the pandemic and some things important to your overall health. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. One of my favorite guests and yours on the program has been Dr. William Wong, who is um, a classical naturopath, also has a PhD, physiologist, certified athletic trainer, certified sports medicine trainer, and a guy that has spent a lot of time studying a lot of things. And he and I, have, we've had some great discussions here on the program. I want to bring him back on again today. And I want to start, Dr. Wong, with this question. Yesterday, I was talking about all the lies we hear from the economy to Ukraine to the pandemic. And let's just start with this question, Dr. Wong. When it comes to everything we did during the global pandemic, lockdowns, rendemzivir, all kinds of stuff, essentially, what did we do wrong? And the bigger question is, was any of this by design? Well, it was all by design. But the first thing we didn't do is check out which drugs the CDC and Anthony Fauci in particular owned patent rights on. Mm -hmm. Remdesivir was one of them. It was a failed chemotherapy drug. And they had repurposed it as an antiviral. It failed miserably in the antiviral test that that they had done. Mm -hmm. But as with about 60% of the studies published in English language medical journals, uh, the study was faked. The numbers were 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 redone to show that 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 medication actually had a positive effect, and it was sold to the public. We have to re- re- remember the twenty-year editor of the British Medical Journal on her retirement, and she is also a physician a couple of times over, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Uh, said that 60% of the studies in the English language medical journals are completely fabricated from whole cloth. And I'm beginning to believe that. I'm with you on that because the one thing the pandemic reinforced in me beyond, I've always had a distrust for the FDA and the CDC. Now, maybe not 30 and 40 Mm -hmm. years ago. Um, I will admit that, you know, oh, yeah. no. 45 years it, ago, it, I was a reporter. Even back then, it wasn't so obvious. No, you know, back in in the 1970s, I was a news reporter in Atlanta, Georgia. And one of the two th- places that I covered on a regular basis between the governor's mansion was right down the road was the CDC. And if they mm-hmm. had some great announcement, which was not that often, or some kind of, you know, get ready for the flu season or whatever was going on. Yeah, I'd run down there. And everything seemed, as we would say in the day, copacetic. But over Mm -hmm. the years, uh, some of the things that have come out of the CDC and the FDA have proven to me that they were for sale. And they were for sale to the highest bidder. They had a combination of taxpayer money and all this big pharma money that kept increasing and increasing. And as government got more involved in the healthcare process the more they were willing to sell their souls at those two agencies. Gosh, yes. If you remember Jack Kemp. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Rocky Kemp said that the FDA was the best government agency money could buy. 
And he's right. He said it in a public hearing, and it was absolutely correct. And and the, we look at how many drugs. You know, when somebody somebody made a great statement one time that virtually, when it comes to pharmaceuticals, virtually mm-hmm. every commercial that gets on TV, that if you took this, you might be entitled to compensation, call this law firm today. <laughs> uh, they all have one thing in common. They're an uh-huh. FDA-approved pharmaceutical. Right. Every Everything one of that's them. FDA approved can kill you, and almost nothing that is not FDA approved can hurt you. you right know, now, it's the amazing. supplements done so well against COVID, for example, that the FDA wants to ban things like, like melatonin, because mm-hmm. melatonin proves an action against whatever virus they were fighting. So if it works against viruses, now the FDA is moving against it, telling people that it's dangerous. Oh, yeah. And how long have we been taking melatonin to get better sleep? For bloody ever. A long time. years at least. Right. And now suddenly it's dangerous because it's dangerous to their financial bottom line. Yes, exactly. Has nothing to do with your health. Everyone at FDA came from the drug companies. Mm -hmm. The FDA, they're going back to the drug companies. Yeah, they go back and forth. It's like a revolving door between the pharmaceuticals, between, you know, and Pfizer has got how many people on their board now? Oh, gosh, everybody. Uh, Clinton's FDA head, when Prozac came out, Mm -hmm. he had the studies. He knew about the studies that showed that Prozac taken by teenagers caused suicide. Large numbers of suicides amongst the teenagers. He sat on that study, claimed he never saw it. <clears throat> when he uh, left FDA, right. he was given to the presidency of Yale Med School, mm-hmm. a million dollar plus a year job as a no-show advisor for Pfizer. Right. And God knows what else. He basically sold his soul all the kids who died taking Prozac, anyone who died taking Prozac, it's his fault. Mm-hmm. They knew. They had the English studies. He said he never saw them. Now, I was a lowly naturopath in the wilds of Arizona. And out in the boonies, I knew about those studies. So if I knew about those studies, a little nobody in the middle of nowhere, how did the head of the FDA not know about those studies? That's right. When you look at the CDC recommendations over the past, over two years now, when it comes to the virus, the pandemic, the vaccines, and, you know, all of it. Right. Um, it has been a total fail. Yes. And, and they, I don't think they've done anything of any positive. Maybe they have, but I'm saying the majority <laughs> of the advice, the majority of the recommendations, I mean, this whole face diapering nonsense, I, I was reading... Um, from a doctor, there's like 150 studies that have been done on wearing a face diaper. And we now yeah. know what it's a bit, what it can and cannot do. And right. one thing it cannot do is stop the spread of a virus. Right. I mean, I'm sure that if you got a properly fitted N95 and you're spending hundreds <laughs> of dollars on it, and, you know, and you got to dispose of them daily, can't reuse them, you know, maybe that would help. But you know yeah, that you three for a three for a dollar garbage at Walmart sitting at by the be register. A space suit. Yeah, that's Take about a look it. At all the suits that that the that the level four labs use, mm-hmm. 
That's what you need. But don't worry, that little bandana grandma made for you works just fine. Yeah, it works exactly. just as good. Right. And, and, and to me, it's psychological shaming is what it is, and, and, yeah. it, and it's compliance. And, and they can see very quickly how many people will comply. And over time, how many people get wise and just rip them off and say, I'm done. I mean, look, early on, how many of us were willing to wear a face diaper for, you know, to go into a grocery store early on when we yeah. didn't know what we know now? And as it became increasingly obvious that there's something wrong with the numbers, there's something wrong with the narrative, there's something wrong with all of this, you know, it, you know, it's, there's something smelling rotten in Denmark, so to speak. And, <laughs> and you know, we, we began to realize this is a fraud and we're being lied to, lied to big yep. time bad. And, and from my perspective, it, it really got under my skin. The more that I, I kept looking at this stuff, and realizing these numbers are being manufactured. There are not that many people dying of coronavirus or whatever it is. I'm beginning to think, and I started to realize, uh, they're all over the age of 80. They have comorbidities. I don't see a bunch of 40-year-olds dropping dead. Now, I'm sure there are some people that did because they came down with something and they were treated improperly. They were treated with a protocol that guaranteed that either you will survive on your own or you'll die. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what I look at it now. It was a protocol to enhance the death numbers. Exactly, yes. Because they were not treating the disease. They were simply knocking you out, putting you on a respirator, and letting your lungs fill with fluid from the pneumonia you got, from whatever it was, from whatever virus you, you had, and then you died. Right. And, and, and normally, if, if, correct me, I'm not, I'm not in the medical field, so I'm, I'm learning a lot these last couple of years. But in many cases, it became a bacterial pneumonia because of the way they were treated. Is right. that right? All viruses, all flus kill by bacterial pneumonia, yes. From the Spanish flu to, every, to the Hong Kong flu to every flu we've ever had, it isn't the flu that kills you. It's a bacterial pneumonia or the bacterial bronchitis you get. That winds up killing you. And how do and and what is the correlation between having a virus and then coming down with a bacterial uh, pneumonia or you know as you were or any of those associated illnesses? What is the correlation? You get a bunch of stuff, a bunch of mucus settling at the bottom of your lungs where you can't get it out. Where you need something like like Robitussin or Mucinex mm -hmm. to help get the mucus out. And that mucus that sits at the bottom of your lungs. Mucus is sugar. It's a uh, 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 mucopolysaccharide. So think of if, if you left an open jar with some liquid with a bunch of tablespoons of sugar in it on a kitchen counter, what would start growing on it? A mold. Think of all the little black dots and all the little green dots and all the white dots. You'd start growing in that medium. Okay? So... You're going to start catching the bacteria from the air. It's going to find a really rich place to grow in the middle of all that sugary mucus at the bottom of your lungs. Mm -hmm. And that's what sparks the pneumonia. And the way we treat it is we shove a ventilator down their, their esophagus. And what happens? The people drown in their own mucus. Because all we're doing is forcing more air into that space. And it just helps it to grow even faster. You're not fight, yes, and you're not fighting the infection. And you're doing nothing to fight the infection. 
I'm trying to, I wish I had in front of me what the CDC protocol was for treating COVID-19. You know, I mean, their treatment was just wait till their lips turn blue. Yeah. I mean, then come back. In other words, mm-hmm. go home. There's nothing you can do right. until your lips turn blue. There's nothing and, medical science can do. Well, you know, gee, how come we fought all the other viruses pr- pretty well? How come we fought the Hong Kong flu and mm-hmm. the Asian flu and the whatever other flus have, have popped up since then? How come we knew how to fight those and we didn't know how to fight this flu? I think it was by design. I, I, I'm, yes, exactly. I, look, I, I hate to be, quote, you know, oh, there, there goes Bob again. He's one of those weirdo conspiracy theory guys that doesn't believe in the vaccine, doesn't believe in the CDC, doesn't believe in the FDA, doesn't believe in, you know, I, I don't, you're right, I don't. I Anyone don't who believe. still believes in any of those is an idiot, and they deserve to die. If mm-hmm. after all, if after getting your ass kicked for two solid years, that's right, figured it out, you're mm-hmm. a idiot. Look, and you don't I, deserve to be on the planet. I, I'm, I'm telling you. And they still want to push this this gene therapy nonsense and call it a vaccine. And you still have nations that say, you can't visit us unless you're fully vaccinated. You know, I, and, and, and you ask Those the question. The following the World Economic Forum guidelines mm-hmm. for UN uh, Project uh, 21. Agenda 21. Exactly. Lowering world population. And the, now, here, new study published yesterday collating all of the data from the various medical centers in the countries around the world. The headline reads Excess deaths rising five months after winter booster campaign proves theory that COVID vaccines take five months to kill recipients. Yeah. All of a sudden, in let's see, uh, mortality rate per one hundred thousand was uh, they they didn't say. Well, back in the day, I think it was eight point something. It was eight point something per thousand per hundred thousand per year, something like that. Mm -hmm. Or no, eight point something per thousand per year in, in any given population. That was prior to the pandemic, and it, just, it varied a little bit depending where in the world you lived. Uh, just some places are not as healthy for you as others, and that's all caused death. You know, so yep. you know in places where you might get shot or stabbed, um, it could be slightly <laughs> higher. But you know, and it makes sense when you, when you think about it. You know, so there's so many people that die per thousand people per year. That's just a given. Yep. Exactly, and, and we're seeing that number rise now. I, there was a story. In the UK Daily Mail, now they're not exactly known to be a right-wing conspiracy (laughs) theory, you know, newspaper. They're not Uh, as bad as the Guardian. The Guardian's worse. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but they're both tabloids. But but still, that they had a story, and and this this is out of Australia, and and scientists and doctors are totally baffled. Uh, they're, they're, they're seeing something they've never seen before, and they can't understand it, and they can't figure out where it came from. And they yeah. call it SADS, Sudden Adult Death Syndrome. Yep, That's what they're calling it, SADS. And that's true, it is SAD. And, <laughs> and they're trying to figure out why in the most vaccinated countries, they don't make that correlation, of course. The, the story just says, we're seeing this dramatic and unprecedented rise of people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s just keeling over and dying 
for They're no apparent reason. trying to make it like it's a new disease, a new condition. And we have to discover, to we, we, we've got to find out what's causing it. Well, I think we know. We know exactly what's causing it. It's the vaccines destroying yeah. the immune system. Right. In or, 20 weeks, the vaccine will give a person AIDS. Very simple. You have no immune system anymore. And if you're healthy enough to have survived, taking the boosters will just finally get you there over the finish line. Right. You know, exactly. you, you wonder how many people took the first dose of Pfizer, had a reaction of some kind, and then they just, eh, I'm not going to go back. It's good enough. There's a good many of those, actually. Someone is keeping score. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the numbers drop substantially in the second shot, and then the numbers dropped again substantially for the third one. And even more so for the fourth, if they live to see it. <laughs> or the fifth and sixth and seventh and eighth. Right. And, the, and this is what, and when you go and you look, so what is, when you look at Australia, and I have a friend that I've had on this program many a time, a former mem- member of parliament, who's, you know, it's like, you, you guys cannot put, you can't add two and two and see that it's four. You can't do the simple math to realize that in in the the states in Australia, where the vaccination and booster rate is the highest, is also the place where you have the highest number of sudden adult death syndrome dropping dead people. And they can't seem to do simple, just they can't seem to say, they don't want to see it. They'll figure it out eventually. And when they do, the vaccinated population will go absolutely nuts because they know that they're dead. So Mm -hmm. what's to stop them from murdering the people who gave them the shots? That's right. There's nothing to lose. Right. Absolutely nothing. And the rest of us had just better sit, sit back and let them do their job. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've i always wondered, and, and when you look at it from a biblical point of view, people talk about, you know, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and we have to have a third of the population die. I always wondered how they would do it. Yep. Are we potentially looking at that? I think so. I mean, I think we're, 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 you know, from both from the people who've been vaccinated and then from the folks who have somehow been infected with some of the shedding stuff that the vaccinated have leave behind mm-hmm. in their wake. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a number of people, a large number of, of a percentage of the population not here in, in three to ten years. And ten years is stretching it. I don't think it's going to take that long. It's actually happening faster than even I thought it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, but but I also will remind people that I I've been very cautious on this program because there there are some websites out there I will not name that predicted we would have lost you know like oh about seventy percent of the population by weeks ago or months ago it didn't happen yeah and and so I'm I always tell people be very careful about some of the websites you visit that make outrageous claims and they and they have some super secret source and 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 look over their history and then this particular website which will be nameless um and their podcast which will also remain nameless has made in the past two years about a half a dozen predictions that have never yet come true and yep. it sounded good at the time, and people just lap it up, and I and they share the video with me. You got to see it, Bob. You really need to talk about this on your program tomorrow. You know, I saw that it, it's, it's got to be. And I look at it, and that little voice inside of me, I say, Lord, do I touch this? And half the time, it's like you know, 
run, Forrest, run. You know, it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> just get away, you know, get get away from those clowns. But I do look at it. Yeah, it's just like another website that somebody sent to me um, several months back. And um, and I mentioned it on one of the programs last week. It, it, it Some lady has it all figured out for the end times. And, and she had a website called dayofthelord2021.com. I don't mind saying it now because it's just it's such foolishness. And I've looked over the Wayback Machine. If anybody does not know what the Wayback Machine is, you know, type it in and you can look at a website picture from, oh, I don't know, last month, six months ago, a year ago, five years ago. In other words, the Internet never forgets. And so this woman who has put the, you know, she's, I have figured out the puzzle of the book of Revelation. God gave me the wisdom and the knowledge and I get it now. And I'm going to tell you, here is the timeline. And so last year she had a timeline that she modified at the beginning of this year. And all of a sudden, if you go to the website now, the timeline is gone. You want to know why? Because the rapture was supposed to have occurred last week. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like the Millerites. Yeah, you know, it was supposed to occur on the 6th and 7th of June. And today is about a week or so after now. So, and we were supposed to have you know, this other tribulation, the world's great shaking. And look, the world is in a great shaking all the time, especially with the clowns in charge of the world today. We have the greatest reprobate class of people ever in our government in the United States, in the government in Canada, in the government in the UK and Australia and Germany and France and Austria, you name it. We have got a literally satanic class of people running the show. And I, I don't care. There's no denying it. These no. people, no. oh, like presidents Biden. Presidents don't sleep with their daughters. Yeah. You know, uh, 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 president's sons shouldn't sleep with their nieces, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, you know, and milking, you know, 40 some odd thousand dollars a month for doing nothing in a country called Ukraine, where yeah. it has been, it's been the world's money laundering facility for, oh, I don't know how many, three decades, I think. Yeah. At least. And, you know, oh, I saw another story I want your comment on before we go to break. Uh, This story kind of made me laugh a little bit. There was all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the United States government is admitting, yeah, we did have 48 bio labs in Ukraine. But it was (laughs) but it was all for, you know, for for positive health things and and curing of diseases and and extending and and adding to people's lives. I mean, there was nothing nefarious going on there, but we did have 48 of those labs there, but they were all harmless. And the DOD doesn't fund harmless labs. Yeah, I know. And that's what bothers me is <laughs> if you know a month and a half ago they denied they even existed. Yeah. When we thought there were just 20 some odd well, the Russians have been kind of dis- discovering a lot, and they've been—you can't—they can't hide it anymore. Right. There are forty-eight of them, at least, that the our government admits to. Right, forty-eight, uh, forty-eight little Wuhans in in Ukraine, and you know. And by the way, you know, I know someone's going to say, "Are you being pro-Putin here?" No, I'm not pro anybody in this. I'm just—I just look at the facts where, and let them drop where they do. Um. The news media and even Fox and, and Newsmax has, you know, bought into the line. They, the whole situation in Ukraine was totally avoidable. 
But we're the catalyst, along with the with NATO, that pushed everything to the brink. And and nobody mm-hmm. wants to re- nobody wants to understand that that we are the ones that push this thing to the brink. This wonderful leader yep. that they have in Ukraine, this real hero of the people, is an <laughs> X-rated comedian who ended up starring in a movie where he played the president of Ukraine, and he served in the People's Party in that movie. And a multi-multi-millionaire oligarch founded a party called the People's Party and ran this clown for president. Yep. And so I can't even describe... Cocaine snorting clown. Yeah, I know, and and some of the stuff that he would do on stage is X rated. I can't even, in good conscience, describe the stuff that he was doing in his comedy, and yet suddenly, he's a world expert. But then there was another news story out. Why is the inner circle of Vladimir Zelensky buying mansions in Switzerland? Yeah, where'd the money come from? I mean, mm-hmm. why are they buying these multi-million dollar mansions in Switzerland? I guess they, they, they know there's going to be a negotiated settlement soon. And, and, I, and, and I think everybody's going to say what wisdom. Look, Putin has been just in there to get a settlement on paper and have a buffer zone and release the eastern portion back to Russia and the ports that he has in the Black Sea. And he's going to call it a day. Yep. And 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 I'm I'm predicting that sometime I, I I don't know how long it's going to take, but we already are hearing out of the mouths of people that there could be a negotiated settlement. Well, let's see who gets the better end of that deal, and let's see. Look, there are even people in Ukraine in the eastern part that are defecting to Russia right now. They don't like to talk about that. Like I say, I'm not saying their cause is righteous. I'm not saying what he did is right. I'm just saying. The line that that Ukraine is winning is a bunch of nonsense. It's not really true. And there's troops in Ukraine that are absolute. There's some pictures that got out. They're Nazis. They even have tattoos of the SWAT sticker on their arms. So don't tell me that it's a righteous cause and everybody's good on the Ukraine side. It's one of the most corrupt nations on the face of the planet. Mm Mm-hmm. And the nation that's funding most of the corrupt politicians, because most of the foreign aid we gave to the Ukraine under the Obongo administration came back as kickbacks to Obongo, to Biden, and to congressional leaders. The entire reason why there's a a $48 billion aid package to Ukraine was so that each person who voted yes on that in Congress got a kickback. And my guest today is Dr. William Wong a classical neuropath, PhD, and exercise uh, physiologist, just a guy that has so much to offer, and I'm always proud to have him on the program. We'll continue with Dr. Wong right after we take our break. Very quickly, if you believe in the work and ministry of Truth to Ponder, we need your financial support to stay on shortwave radio. Would you consider a gift, large or small, made payable to Ancient Word Radio? That's Ancient Word Radio. Mail it to Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North. That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. Number 3248. City is Crestview, one word. Crestview, Florida. The zip code 32536. That zip code again, 32536 in Crestview, Florida. And you can find out more at our website, truth, the number two, ponder. 
www.truth2ponder.com. Truth, the number two, ponder.com. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Morning turned. Coming up. Shalom Alechem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now, it's written in, in the Bible, one of the most beautiful promises. It says, I will turn your mourning into joy. That's what the Lord says. I will turn your mourning into joy. Now, note what it doesn't say. It doesn't say, I'll stop your mourning. It doesn't say I'll make your morning disappear. It doesn't say anything like that. It says, I will turn your morning into joy. I will I will bring it and make it become joy. It doesn't even say I'll add joy. It says, I will turn actually take your morning and into joy. That's real different. Is that real significant? Yes. You see, it's one thing to take away morning, but God does better than that. God uses your morning, He redeems your sorrow. He, he takes your heartbreaks as the raw materials for joy. It's written that the Lord causes all things to work together for good for those who love him. So that includes your mourning. He actually uses it to become joy. You know, we look at our sorrows and our disappointments and our tragedies and our losses and we mourn. But be encouraged. God promises to take your sorrows and disappointments and tragedies, turn them around. So they actually produce joy and blessing. Then you'll actually one day be able to thank God for that mourning. So stop living in sadness. Lift up that morning and give it to him. And ask him to turn it for good and into joy. And he will. And one day you'll give thanks to God. But don't wait for that one day to see it all. Start giving him thanks even now, before you see it. And you'll see it turn. And your morning will stop being morning. Or rather, it will be the raw material out of which will come your joy. Want more? Ask for the Divine Inversion on CD. Now, the free gift for you, the most incredible, awesome, Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD. You will be blown away. And Sapphires, guaranteed to help you have the power of victory in your life for joy. All free. How do you get these gifts all free? Easy. Just remember, Jesus is real. He renamed Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 to receive your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. E-S-H-U-A-1. And my friend, you're on this earth for a great purpose, to be a blessing. I invite you to join me in bringing the greatest blessing to the unreached peoples of the world. It's amazing. The f- imagine you could blanket the earth with salvation. You can. The farthest way you can ever reach the lost. Through shortwave radio, we do it every week. You can be part. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. The Nice Jewish Boy at Box 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, he will turn your morning to joy. Peace be to you, my friend in Messiah, Adon Olam, the Lord of all. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder for this Tuesday. My name is Bob Bierman. My guest today is Dr. William Wong. He's uh, been a guest on this program a number of times. And the insight that he has is insight you need. I want to get back to the program and not waste any time. Dr. Wong, I want to ask this question. It seems that the medical world is almost controlled by a globalist group. 
Would that be a fair assumption? And if so, how long is this uh, globalist control over pharmaceuticals and the entire medical establishment been going on? In the late 1800s and early 1900s, allopathic schools, what, what we consider to be regular medicine now, they were going broke because allopathy didn't work. Mm-hmm. Allopathy works on the philosophy that if you don't have the symptoms, you don't have the disease. And they were losing ground to the homeopaths who were were treating folks. To They were losing ground to, to the new practice of naturopathy, which was invented in the 1880s. They were mm-hmm. losing ground to all the other healing professions. So John D. Rockefeller comes by and says, look, I will fund your medical schools if you don't teach natural treatments, you don't teach herbs, you don't teach whatever. Drugs, synthetic drugs and surgery are all you will teach. Mm -hmm. And he poured money into the medical schools and he started the Rockefeller Institute, which started collecting viruses of all things Mm -hmm. and uh, trying to concoct things out of viruses so that by the time when the FDA was established. Now, FDA was started when a bunch of folks got poisoned through milk. Milk became the number one killer, the number one poison in the United States. Babies and adults and everyone being poisoned by milk. So everyone was clamoring that the government had to do something. So by by 1910, the FDA, the, the Pure Food and Drug Act was enacted. Mm-hmm. Teddy Roosevelt signed it. It became law, and the FDA came in, and then all of a sudden, natural treatments were verboten. Everything had to be drugs and surgery. Mm-hmm. Everything had to be uh, a- approved by them. And they were, of course, funded by, the, uh, by John D. Rockefeller, just like the med schools were. The AMA was founded in 1846 for the express reason of trying to get rid of homeopathic medicine because they were the competition. Then AMA started being funded and started pushing just the drugs and surgery line. Right. And from then on, we have the suppression of natural medicine. We have the suppression of anything that non-drug that can positively affect a disease state and we have tons and tons i'm talking about millions and millions and millions of people dying from the effects of that line of thinking or Mm -hmm. that line of medicine starting with there was a meningitis outbreak at fort riley kansas all right in 19 17 and as an experiment the rockefeller institute sent this concoction of six or seven different viruses right in a serum to fort riley and they injected all the troops there with it some of the troops died immediately from the vaccine some of them got very very sick those troops then went to the First World War. All right. They were infected with all of this active virus. And 
right then and there started the Spanish flu. Now, they called it the Spanish flu because they wanted to take the attention away from the U.S. and the experiments at Fort Riley. And the doughboys that went over there with all their various ailments. Mm-hmm. And if they died of the flu, they chalked it off as a, as a war casualty. Now, let me ask this question. Uh, this just kind of entered my mind. I want to—I got to play devil's advocate here just for a moment. And, and I think you'll have no trouble answering this particular question. Mm-hmm. Somebody could make the, the argument, well, if you look over time with modern medicine, people live longer than they did, let's say, 100 years ago. Men used to die when they were 63 or 64. That's why we have Social Security at 65. Nobody was supposed to live much beyond 65. And now today we have a lot of men making it to 78 and 85 and even 90. So isn't that modern medicine that did it or what has done that? That's that's the question. There have been some benefits, undeniably. The major cause of death back 100 plus years ago was infection Mm -hmm. so the advent of antibiotics was a boon and if we throw away everything else in medicine get rid of the heart medicines get rid of the high blood pressure medicines get rid of the anti-depression medicine get rid of everything else but only kept the antibiotics Mm -hmm. you still live to a a, you know 80 90 100 years old because the major cause of death for most of man for most of the what however much Long, however long man's been here, whether you want to say he's been here 6,000 years, bi- biblically, or mm-hmm. four and a half million years, anthropologically, the major cause of death has always been infection. Mm-hmm. People don't realize how bad infection was. So, fighting infection with the antibiotics was a boon. It was wonderful. And that has been the single most important thing that allopathic medicine has given us. But just about everything else has been deadly to us. Now, I would also add to that one thing that we also forget, that 150 years ago, we didn't have indoor plumbing, and we didn't bathe yep. on a regular basis. Our, you know, our sanitary, <laughs> our, our san- yeah. yeah, I mean, regular bathing was exactly. was kind of like a twenty early 20th century thing. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was like the weekly or monthly bath, yep. literally, back in the early yep. 1800s. So yep. why do you think they wore powdered wigs? Their hair was all greasy. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. I mean, we had... Poor sanitary conditions, um, which also, I think, brings on infection and brings on, you know, bacteria and, and, you know, deadly bacteria. So I think a combination, you're right. If we look at our sanitary standards of today and we look at and the antibiotics, you're right. If we keeping those two intact and eating the way God designed us to eat, which is not McDonald's. Um, which is not Burger King. He didn't which invent the special Kentu- sauce? What? <laughs> God didn't invent the special sauce from McDonald's? Yeah, um, or, the, oh. or, the, or, those, or those seed oils that you fry your potatoes in <laughs> that taste so good, unfortunately. <laughs> it's the lure. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's, take, let's just take a few moments here. And I, I've wanted to get into some of these topics, and we really haven't in, in past programs. And I've wanted to give you this opportunity. You get a guy like me, and I, I'm, I can be your guinea pig, you know, to talk about. I'm 67. I'll be 68 this year. 
I'm in generally good health. I don't get sick rarely. Um, I don't get the flu. When I do, it's the three times that I took the flu vaccine or the three years that I had a bad case of the flu. So that always happens. And I'm one of those that just said, I'm done. And so the last time I had the flu is got to be 14 or 15 years ago. So that's that's not bad. Um, I rarely get a cold or anything like it. If I do, it lasts just a couple of days. Um, occasionally, some allergy stuff. To, you know, when the pollen has got your car buried, and you can barely, you have to you get a snow shovel out to find your car. Yeah, I get a little bit of sneezing going on. But other than that, I'm in good health. Though during the pandemic, uh, we all started eating more comfort food than we should have eaten. We right. were more sedate than we had been because we couldn't go anywhere to do anything. Exactly. And so as we sit around on our, our tushes and, you know, go online trying to find out who died and have they cured the coronavirus yet or all the stuff we were doing, you know, all of a sudden there's an extra 25, 30, and 40 pounds on, many of us, myself included. Now, how do we shed this? You know, and even when I try to diet right, um, you know, between now some back pains and, and you know, a little bit unsteadiness on the feet because you got the weight. And in my case, I also have a pinched nerve somewhere in my back, which can be painful at times. So I'm in that place that I never thought I would be at when I was 40 or 30 or 20. And suddenly I've arrived in the last, you know, three years to a place I'm not used to being. You know, I, I find my drive and energy lower. And my mind is still good. I can still think. I can still do a lot. Um, but my body is less cooperative. So let's talk about men and women and some of the problems we face as we hit the, uh, you know, the 60 mark and beyond or even 50 mark and beyond. We all have a built-in planned obsolescence. God did not mean for us to be here forever. Uh, at least not after Eve ate the apple. Mm-hmm. So various things start kicking in at various different times. It's part of a planned obsolescence to get us off the planet. And the first thing that kicks in right around the age of 27. Now, I have to preface this by by telling you that guidance physiology, which is guidance is to physiology what, what grades is to anatomy. It is the premier textbook. In physiology, everyone uh-huh. who writes a physiology textbook has to go by guidance because guidance is it. Uh-huh. Guidance is God in physiology. Right, right. So, guidance physiology tells us that old age starts at twenty-seven. All the right. Question is why? Uh, no one. Uh, guidance did not answer that question, but uh, Doctor Max Wolf in Germany answered that question. Max Wolf was an OBGYN who had seven PhDs after his name and did research work at, at Columbia University. Uh, he found that it was inflammation that started in all of the internal organs that started the process of deterioration in function and deterioration in structure. Because we go from inflammation to induration. So infl- chronic inflammation, even low-level inflammation, causes a scar tissue condition, a fibrosis, and the induration causes dysfunction, and the dysfunction causes death. So it eventually builds up. When you have a motor that's always on, right, it's going to get hot. 
when your bicep is really tired of working, what do you do? You stop doing curls. When your heart gets tired of working, can it stop for a rest? No, it can't. When your brain gets tired of work, does it stop for a rest? Your kidneys, your lungs, etc. So all these organs that are always on build up this inflammation. They begin to build up the induration, the scar tissue, the fibrosis. They begin to lose their function and they begin to uh, get disease states. Then the second thing that hits us around 40 mm-hmm. is estrogen dominance. And this is guys for men. and gals both become oh, estrogen okay, dominant. Both. Okay, both. Yeah, yeah, both guys and gals. Women become estrogen dominant almost immediately upon premenopause, which starts around 35. All you right. should start around 40. Mm-hmm. But ju- just like you know, uh, 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 Coach Charles Polkwin, the, the late Char- Charles Polkwin said, 31 is the new 50. He was absolutely right. All right. Uh, so the, the, the estrogen makes us lose muscle mass. Estrogen increases inflammation. Estrogen causes blood clots. Estrogen causes uh, brain shrinkage. You know, the, the brain of a man is larger than that of a woman. And the part that's larger is the part where all the drive comes from, the medial amygdala. All right. That's, that's from testosterone. When you have a high testosterone gal, those are the gals who are you see in the Olympics, who you see climbing mountains, who you see doing martial arts. A high testosterone gal, like an Amazon, you know, is, right. is, is, is very strong, very feminine, very, very desirable. But, you know, she's got this drive that most women don't have because their medial amygdalas are, you know, just kind of, you know, normal woman size. When a guy goes into estrogen dominance, his medial amygdala shrinks to the same size as that of a woman, and his drive is gone. Just right out the window. And estrogen dominance starts around 40 for men. Men between the ages of 40 and 45 actually have more estrogen than their wives do, and we have proven that time and time again. All right, so what so do you So women do become it? estrogen dominant at 35, men become estrogen dominant at 40. So what can we do about it, and is it too late when you get a little bit oh. older? No, no. First, we deal with the inflammation. Then we deal with the estrogen dominance. And between the two, we also fight the fibrosis. We can expand our lifespans. We can improve the, 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 the quality of our lives right. by being able to do stuff for longer than most folks do who just go through the normal aging process. Mm-hmm. One of the first things we have to accept is the premise that is the basis of anti-aging medicine. That normal normal hormone levels for your age, so when your doctor tells you, you don't need testosterone replacement, you're normal for your age. Well, normal for your age is why I'm bad. <laughs> normal <laughs> for your age is why I'm decrepit and falling apart. All right. Normal for your age is a road to decrepitude and death. You don't want to be normal for your age when it comes to hormones. We want to have the hormones as close to that that we had at age 18, 20 as we can possibly get. All right. These days, with the testosterone and the progesterone replacement therapies, we can do exactly that. So we put the drive back into men. We put the 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 strength back into men we put the strength back into women we put the libido back into women which they all lose at 35 the only horny women after 35 are the single ones 
Mm-hmm. Ask any married man, he'll tell you. <laughs> so the 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 we, we we put the youth back into folks mm-hmm. using systemic enzymes. We can fight the inflammation without the side effects of using ap, uh, aspirin, relafin, naproxen, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. The non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs by themselves, their normal use, kill eighteen to twenty-two thousand people a year on average in the United States. Just the regular use of them, not even the the overuse or the abuse. Through the use of systemic enzymes like myzymescence, we can lower inflammation and we can also do something that nothing else on God's green earth can do. We can eat the the fibrosis that the inflammation is causing. So we've taken care of the inflammation. We've taken care of the induration, the fibrosis that the inflammation causes. We've taken care of the lack of hormones of of the positive hormones, not the negative hormones. I want folks to start thinking of estrogen not as a hormone of femininity, but as a hormone of death. 97.3% of all cancers are sparked into existence and driven in their growth by estrogen. Mm -hmm. Estrogen is amongst the top 10 cancer-causing chemicals in the world, especially estradiol and estrone. Uh, humans have three forms of estrogen, estradiol, estrone, and estriol. Now, here's a question. F- FDA has been trying to get rid of estriol, which is the only safe and protective estrogen, while it's pushing like hell estradiol and estrone, especially the estradiol, which is, comes in the uh, primarin, which is the, the horse, mm-hmm. horse piss hormone. Right. Uh, the 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 because it creates patients down the line, it creates blood clot patients, it creates cardiac patients, it creates stroke patients, it creates uh, 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 cancer patients. So everything I want folks to to get this into their mind that everything medicine does, everything the FDA pushes, is to help relieve one thing, but to ensure that that thing that they're using to relieve the one thing causes something else down the line, which creates more patients and more demands for more medication or more medical procedures. You know, not, there's nothing... I remember years ago, I was a hospice chaplain in Southwest Florida. And, you know, you'd go to visit somebody, and then they're, they're maybe in their 60s, early 70s, and you know their, their time is short and they're weak. And, and they always have that little... Uh, folding table next to their bed or their their easy recliner where they're watching their TV and there is pillbox after pillbox after pillbox after pillbox. Yep. I mean the whole thing is covered with nothing but prescriptions of every I mean it's like I gotta take two of these, five of those, one of these and they're taking like 20, 30 I've known people taking 40 different medications a day a day yep. There's nothing but a. Yep. There, there's thousands of dollars of prescriptions sitting on this this little table, right. and, and they have a they have their nurse coming in, you know, putting them into those things like here's your morning dose, your mid morning dose, your noon dose, your afternoon, <laughs> late afternoon, yeah. your evening and late night. They they're they're stopping six and seven times a day to pop five, six, or seven or eight pills, and most of those pills are to take care of the side effects that the other pills are causing. Hmm. And, now, and would those same people take 30, 40 vitamin pills a day? No. No. But they'll take 30, 40 drugs a day. 
Well, that's supposed to help you because the TV told me so. Yep. Ask your doctor about placebax or whatever right. it is today. I mean, I am so sick of commercials on television, you know, promoting the latest new unproven drug that is going to cure whatever this is you've got or you might have. So ask your doctor today about taking this. And then after you start taking this, you'll have to take that. And after you start taking that, you'll take the other thing. Right. And, and on and it, it, it's, it feeds upon itself. Yes, and half of that is something that, that, that we know happens in med school when we teach uh, pathology. We're all told that we're going to think that we have every disease that we're studying mm-hmm. because we're going to, as we hear the symptoms, we're going to say, oh my God, I've got that. I've got them too. So yeah. that works into the commercials. You know, the, the, they tell you about the symptoms. They, they, they show you these poor people suffering from these syndromes. And all of a sudden you, you think, I've got that. I've got to go ask my doctor. When you really don't have that, you, you, you just think you do because you're empathizing the same way that med students do in pathology class. And your doctor has no qualms in many cases, especially if they're part of a what I call medical corporation, right. of, you know, where, where between the pharmaceuticals and the doctors, they're looking for customers, not cures. Right. The docs get paid a thank you for every patented prescription, for every prescription that they write for a patented med. It's it's that simple. They get kickbacks. Just like Biden from Ukraine, they get kickbacks for every script they write for a patented med. Mm. I've said that out loud. No one has ever challenged me and showed me that I'm wrong because I know where these scripts, I know who, who, who does all this stuff. It's a com- company called CPS on Shag Boulevard and 114th Street in Scottsdale. I've been there. And a lot of people don't understand that's how the Mercedes payment is made. Mm-hmm. Or that extra house on the lake. And the daughter's races, or the golf game, or whatever. Their horses. Horses are a big thing in medicine. Mm-hmm. Lots of docs love horses. All right. And their patients. Before we run out of time today, and I want to give you this opportunity... Um, a lot of people have been listening to you and I on the radio for the last, oh, I don't know, we, we've been doing this four or five times now. Yeah. And uh, I get a lot of positive feedback, which is wonderful. And and I want to give you an opportunity for people to find out what you do, what you do now, um, maybe get some solid advice and some of the stuff you've written. Where can they find out more about you and what you do and, you know, look, I'm I'm going to be trying some of this stuff of yours, and I can then be honest about it to people. Because I would mm-hmm. that, look, I, I'm, you're right. What do I have to lose to try? Except doing it the way I've been doing it is going to be not healthy in the long run. I know that. So it's time that I do something to benefit my own self. So you, yeah. you if you follow. So, yeah. you know, maybe I can be, let people know how it works. But what, what can, where can people find out more for themselves? Oh, folks can read my, my articles at a website called drwongsmessage.com. Drwongsmessage.com. Folks can find my, my uh, video channels where I take my radio shows that I do for shortwave. Yay, shortwave! Mm-hmm. And where uh, put them on on both YouTube and BitChute. I've stopped adding to the YouTube because they started deleting my yeah, shows. Yeah, like me. <laughs> yep, yep. 
Yeah, mine so, used to go up on, um, I think it still does, I don't know, but what, the last time I looked, it seemed like more than half the episodes had vanished. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on strike two with um, YouTube. They, they, dis, they got rid of a bunch of my videos two years ago when we first started talking about COVID, and now they're digging through and finding other stuff that they don't like. So as of two weeks ago, uh, they deleted two more, and I got a strike for each of them. And if I get one more strike, they'll just take the website down. Screw them. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 I have moved all my newer shows to 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 BitChute. Used to have them all on my own server. Uh, mm-hmm. From all the shows from 2007 to 2016, and that server was maliciously taken down. Not only was it taken down, they burned the thing. It's up in Connecticut somewhere. They burned the thing down. Hmm. Uh, so the, 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 they didn't want my shows up. And it, 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 it was a server that only had my stuff on it. There was no one else's stuff on that server. Hmm. <clears throat> they also took down uh, two other of our websites, a website that had almost 200 studies, all peer-reviewed, journal-published, on the effects of systemic enzyme and every therapeutic application from from angiology, cardiology to urology and virology, they took all that down. That 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 was a huge website. Mm. Uh, they took down my original article site. But l- l- let me get to what's up now. Folks can go and find the Dr. William Wong's Essentials website on BitChute and on YouTube. YouTube has my shows from 2016 to about 2021, mm-hmm. and then BitChute has all the shows since then, plus the shows that YouTube deleted. All right. And your your website to find out more about some of the other stuff that you have? Oh, for the uh, supplements. See, I'm, 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 I'm not great at marketing. <laughs> for the supplements, folks can go to drwongsessentials.com. And that's D-R and then W-O-N-G-S? Yes, essentials.com. When okay. most folks don't get the address right... Is because they don't put in the second S on the word essentials. Well, Dr. Wong, I can't believe we've run out of time again today on the program. Try to get you back on next week. There's so many things that you share with us that I think that everybody needs to hear. Now, if you're listening to the program today and you believe in the work that we're doing here at Truth to Ponder, by the way, we have uh, tomorrow uh, Jim Calhoun as our guest host. Would you consider supporting our ministry financially? It's been a tough month, and we're trying to decide how to continue forward with at least one of the stations is just not doing as well. Would you consider a gift made payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, the mailing address, Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. That's number 3248, City is Crestview, one word, Crestview, Florida, 32536. That's 32536. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.